Hey friends, welcome back to the Making It in the Messy Middle podcast. So excited that you're here today and I cannot wait to see how we will grow together. So this week's podcast was supposed to be an introduction to the next series I'm doing on imperfect women who changed the world. But instead, I want to share a piece of my imperfect life with you. I mean, I could write a book. Just like almost anyone, I could write a book about my life and all that I have done and had done to me. But writing books and telling stories takes a type of courage I just haven't found yet. But I found a little courage today on this car ride, and I have something to put out into the world. A part of my story. You see, I was thinking about telling you this. I've wanted to tell you this, but fear gets in the way every time. This time, though, while listening to my Spotify, the song from VeggieTales' Esther, The Battle Is Not Ours, comes on, and through my thoughts, all I hear is, perhaps you are brought here for such a time as this. My mantra. My anthem. It played through my head as I thought through telling you this. Maybe this is why I'm here. Maybe I'm here to tell you this story, or this part of it. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm not straight. Most would call me bisexual. On the scale of human sexuality in which one is completely attracted to the opposite sex and a 10 is completely attracted to the same sex, I'd say I'm a 7. I know. Not what you expect from the little preacher's daughter who had the same boyfriend for 10 years. But this has been a journey for me. It's not something I realized yesterday and decided to take a stand on today. I had my first girl crush when I was 8. I started to feel things I wasn't familiar with and had no idea what to do with at about 9 towards boys and girls. The feelings became more and more intense as I grew up. Apparently, I told my parents about liking girls when I was 13 or 14, but I really don't remember. I still was confused. Girls were supposed to like boys, and I did, but not as much as I liked girls. I didn't know what I was doing wrong. I'd heard the word gay, and I knew you weren't supposed to call people that, and I knew sort of what it meant, but I also was told that it was bad, right? That reinforced the thinking I already had about myself. I was bad. I am bad. And I need to be fixed. A few summers ago, I went through a really bad cycle of mania. I mean, pretty off the charts bad. To the point that I ran away from home and slept in my car for a while. See, I'd seen a movie that seriously reignited the same-sex attraction I'd been suppressing and stuffing inside for years. And all of a sudden, with my newfound knowledge at 19 of what things meant and what right and wrong was... This was honestly even scarier. I was ready to leave the church. I was scared. I was angry. I was confused. And I was curious. What did this mean? What did I need to do? After watching this movie, at around midnight that night, I went for a walk. In tears. Angry. Scared. Lonely. Confused. Curious. I messaged someone close to me, begging them to call, but no response. I messaged someone else and still no response. I had hurt and ignored to the list of things I was feeling at this point. So, I was driven into the arms of the world, so to speak, and I called a hotline. I just remember wishing there was a hotline that was Church of Christ-based, but not being able to find one and thinking I'd create one one day. But I called the hotline, and I was met with nothing but love and acceptance. Exactly what I was expecting, but not what I thought I needed. I argued with the crisis worker about biblical truth, wondering how God would ever love me, and scared he was going to strike me down simply for having this conversation, and ended up feeling even more scared, angry, lonely, confused, curious, hurt, and ignored than before. I was still begging my friends to respond and getting nowhere. 
I mean, it was midnight for one and 1 a.m. for the other, so it was understandable, but in the moment, all I could feel was rejection and pain. I just knew I couldn't take hiding it anymore. I wanted to go and live the life I wanted to, the life I felt I deserved to live. But I was scared. I mean, I was terrified. Terrified that the second I told God, see ya, he'd send me straight down. I know, there are affirming churches, but that has never been what I've believed, and that isn't what I believe the Bible to say. And all the searching I've done has never led me to another conclusion. And trust me, I have searched. I have read the affirming books. I have looked at the Greek. I have done the searching. I want this to be quote-unquote Bible legal just as much as anyone can. I've fallen crazy in love with a girl only to have to pull completely back because of my belief system, and that is crazy hard. But I can't do it. I cannot turn away from my own personal beliefs. I don't believe it is wrong to feel things. I do believe it is different for someone to act on those feelings. Now, I need to say... Through my wonderfully amazing therapist and some very close, amazingly wonderful friends, I've met a new God since then. A God who loves me for me, in spite of my flaws, and who reaches out to heal my pain, not adds to it. A God who wants me in heaven with him, not who's waiting to strike me down when I screw up. I came to realize that the God I shouted at for letting me feel things that I couldn't act on was the same God who was there for me when I was little and in pain. My therapist once asked if I really thought God had never been there for me. She asked if there was no one in my life during hard times. I realized in that slap-in-the-face moment that God is there for me through the people who did call me back the second they could. That God loves me through the people who showed me nothing but compassion in these hard times. He's the same God who's there for you when you fall down. He loves us when we struggle and just asks that we turn back to him every time. I don't know what I'm trying to do or say, really. I don't know how I'm going to get my point across to everyone I'm trying to reach, or if anyone will even hear this. But I want to make something clear. I know who I am, and I accept myself. Just because I choose not to act on my feelings towards women does not mean that I don't love myself and who I am. That was hard to say two years ago. Shoot, that was hard to say two months ago. I don't think I ever even said it, but I can say it now, with tears stinging my eyes. So do you, the one who hates homosexuals. I say, I love you. Now you love more. Show more grace. Extend a hand. To you, the one who is out in the open, living their life, I don't agree with you. I love you. And I'm happy that you are happy. And you are always welcome back. To the affirmer, I say, I don't agree with you. I love you. And I am proud of you for loving and sticking up for the little guy. To you, the ones who knew my secret and loved me through the hurting and the doubting and still treat me the exact same, I say, you are my lifeblood. You keep me going. I love you more than I can ever even say. Thank you for showing God through your actions. I am who I am. I feel how I feel. I am still the same, Caitlin. You just know me a little bit better now. I still love you the same, and all I'm asking is that you return the favor. Keep on, guys.